All right, episode nine on the up and up. Got a special guest here. Been waiting for a long time to get him on here. Yeah. And it's finally time to get <laughs> yeah. him on. My boy Brett What's up, is in man? here, man. How are you doing? Oh, man, you know, I'm good. A little tired from the trip up, but, you know, it's uh, it's been a minute, man. Yeah, man, it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, we've been trying to, like, link and actually do an episode together. And um, finally, I'm glad that, you know, especially back home now, you know. You know back home, you know. Yeah. Back in, back in, back in the Greenwood. Greenwood, go Greenwood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, um, I want to get into it. Uh, I know we talked on the phone about this. Yeah. When it happened, and I know we definitely cried, cried about it. Yeah, it, it it was, it was a tough moment. Yeah. You know, it was just like, it was one of those days where it just caught you off guard and you didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, Kobe Bryant, um, and Gigi and the nine. Nine others yeah. on that helicopter. Yeah, man. five others. Uh, seven others. Seven others. Yeah, seven others. Yeah, yeah. Seven others. Um, that did, and I was like, when I first heard it, I was like, no, it ain't real. This is real. Like, it ain't real. Like TMZ. Yeah. I was like, you know, it was confirmed by TMZ. TMZ probably just kind of. And you can't. I, I never believe everything on TMZ at first. I exactly. always like make sure I want to. I make sure I actually research that stuff first. Yeah, and um, I woke up before my game. Before I get my basketball game and uh, it is my my boy Nico was like you know in the group chat Kobe died Kobe, I'm like you know it's like, oh Kobe I'm thinking like first I'm like oh Kobe even saw some highlights you know yeah and he said no Kobe died and I'm like no he didn't and I looked it up because it didn't pop on my my Instagram my news feed so I'm like okay and then I looked up I said like, no. And then I told my brother, I woke him up. I said, bro, Kobe died. Mm. He didn't believe it. He looked up, man. I've never seen him cry. I, I saw him just cry. Yeah. Like, and cry. And I I, I just, I cried too because it, it, I couldn't believe it. Because my brother is a Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. Love, grew up on Kobe. I, my first jersey ever. Every basketball jersey was a Kobe Bryant number eight jersey. Yeah. And it hit me so hard that like, I was like, nah, this ain't real. And then, then you called me. And we like, you know And we talked about talked it. Talked about it. And um how much the how much of an impact was he for you? I know for me it was a really big impact and just going back to the day he died, I I remember getting back from church. I came back I got back to my apartment in Richmond and I laid down to take a nap. I was I had I put on a movie because I was just chilling. It'd been a long day, mm-hmm. and I was still up. And I heard I could hear my roommate Keith like freaking out about something. Like he was screaming, and I'm like, what, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And before I got out of my room, I picked up my phone. And before I could even step out the door, I, I got the notification on my phone that Kobe died. I was like, no, nah, that 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 no, nah, that's not true. I was like, this ain't right. So I'm like going through all my news stuff. Mm-hmm. I checked like three different news sources and like I was like, nah man, this this ain't right. This and you were the first few I immediately like called you like right away sitting in my room. Mm. And I remember like because of the impact he had, like just on us growing up, like you think you think back to, you know, what basketball was for us growing up around here and just like playing all the time. And just watching basketball all the time. And I know 
we talked a little bit on the phone. Like, my first song with Trevor, too, though. Same. I can't tell you how many times him and I, with him being a Lakers fan, too, like, how many times him and I spent the early part of our summers or mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. when the playoffs were going, mm-hmm. like, watching, like, especially, like, the 08 and 09 oh, Lakers and 2010 Lakers, like, at my uncle's house Memorial weekend when we go up there and just watching the playoffs and watching him play, like, whether it, whether it was against, you know, you know, the Magic and mm-hmm. the Suns and all those teams from back then. It was just like, you know, just the work ethic. And, you know, people don't realize, like, I guess what that did for us, like, coming up, like, seeing, realizing what that work ethic it it rubs off on the people and mm-hmm. especially like us mm-hmm. and the influence he had on us and from that point of view it was very even though we didn't know him personally he had a very influential like way we wanted to shape ourselves yeah and it was really hard like like I didn't break down until I was on the phone with you mm-hmm. and then it really started hitting me I was like you grow up watching someone like that and having them influence the way you want to play and the way you want to work towards what you're trying to do and then just have it unexpectedly ripped out from under you with all the especially with all the good things he was doing too like outside of basketball like it yeah it it hit me really hard man um I was crying driving to the game yeah literally like I I was just so messed up because like there was rumors that his daughter was on it. it you know, nobody knew what was going on. And I was just like, I, I pray I hope it wasn't the daughter. Well, you, know? you were on, we were on the phone with each other when we found out about that. Yeah. No, no, we didn't. We was hearing rumors. Remember, it was, it was just the rumors, it. yeah. confirm it. Then I was playing the game. I literally was in the middle of the game. At halftime, checked my phone. And my mom confirmed it, that Gigi was on it. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the bathroom. I just started crying again because it was just the worst. Like, I was like, no. So that's, that's, it just... It messed me up so badly because I just mentally was like, like, it hurt me more because, and I mean obviously basketball wise, like he was phenomenal. I loved his work ethic. He taught me how to like just watching him that mom that obviously that mom mentality yeah. like, to just pursue like as long as you, like basically like if you ain't broken you if you ain't broke you, you know you can heal you good yeah you can play through it and then and then that also mentality of like like you're gonna fail but you. You're building off that. Like, you mm-hmm. come back and you and you hit it harder. Exactly. And you um, just you keep working, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what. And I just... And uh, what he was doing outside of basketball, like, that's what made me love him more. Like, seeing him as a, more as a father, you know, mm-hmm. seeing that that human side, you know, that, that loving side. <clears throat> obviously, you know, obviously we saw him always mad, you know, angry, you know. Yeah. Focus. But we see, like, the caring Kobe, like, the one, mm-hmm. the family man Kobe. And it was just... And it hurt me more. Cause I was like, man, I'm here, I'm hearing the story. Scene. He looks so happy. Like I was like, and he he looked so he looked he he just looked like he just felt better. You know, you could tell he was back, like, you know, teaching his daughter the game, being there for his kids. Like, mm-hmm. and he was inspired me as an individual. I said, like, one day when I have kids, I want to be like, I want to have be that type of parent to like be like that every day in the world. You know, tell them that I love them every day. You know, yeah. And it this leads into like. And to me, like, saying for people, like, just for everybody who's listening and everybody, like, just your loved ones, tell, you, <clears throat> tell them you love them every day. Mm-hmm. 
Like, just because you never know, like, when, you know, anything can happen. Like, yeah, you know. And I mean, and I think that's a good example that, like, we, I think we take too much for granted now, you know, and we can sometimes overlook a lot and get so caught up in certain things. You know, whether it's, you know, work or whatever, whatever it may be, stuff along those lines, you know. And we don't love the people around us enough or take the time, mm-hmm. you know. And then you have, and then, because you never know, like, something like that could happen to all of us, mm-hmm. you know. It's, I think that's something, you know, we could also take away from his death of, like, you know, like you said, you know, showing those around us like yeah we do care like Mm -hmm. and taking the time to show like show them what they need Mm -hmm. in in their lives because we we all want want that from somebody Mm -hmm. or just a group even our friends too and it's just I always say like stuff like this happens it slows us down Mm -hmm. like my biggest concern is I hope that this makes us realize, like, really realize, like, just to truly appreciate life. Every day you wake up, every day you go out, you come back home. Mm-hmm. Like, because people don't understand, like, because, I mean, we, we move, everybody moves so fast. We got to, I got to do this. Because here it's like, you just got to keep going, keep going, keep going. Like, I got to yeah. move, I got to go here, I got to go there, you know. You're moving so fast, you're, you're realize, you're like, you're not taking time to appreciate things, the little things in life, like, that text message, hey, you make it? Yeah. Or, hey, um, I love you. Or, you know, just co- simple conversation with people that you always, you know, that you genuinely care about. It's yeah. just, I hope it just makes us more empathetic for you know, for one another, love one another, and respect one another. And this leads into um, another topic. Okay. Um, unless you got more. You got more for Kobe you want, you, that you want to get off or we, you get, it don't matter to me. Whatever you want to keep going. Uh, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. We can circle back okay. if we want. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> for our general, like, I just, for me, this kind of like has been bugging me, been on my head a lot. Our generation, from like, especially like younger too, I see like this gap, mm-hmm. this this lack of empathy too. Like that's mm-hmm. why I'm, it's empathy and respect for one another. Yeah. As human beings, and. It concerns me a lot. I always there's no there's no like they don't take time there's no like for us to take time to like realize somebody else's situation like we so if somebody calls you out, mm-hmm. out your name, of course the natural reaction is gonna be like what you said you know yeah but at the same time we should thank first for reacting. It's not always about conflict. It's, it's not always about like oh you said this or you said that. Like we need to be able to listen mm-hmm. to each other first. Exactly, and I I think what bothers me is like especially as men, as guys, our respect for women is yeah. very, it's so down the drain. It, it's gone. It's it's gone bad, man. Yeah, and I, I and still like like you. I know you just graduated mm-hmm. this past spring. Mm-hmm. You know, with me, I'm still at VCU mm-hmm. at least for. I hope to be done in December, mm. but you know, it, it, could, be, be it could be the spring. Like, we're uh, speaking into existence. It's going to be done by December. It's going to be done. <laughs> like we're, we're going to get this done. Like, but I see it all the time, you know, at, at college, like it, it, and 
it's and it's even more than just college mm-hmm. too. I think it's just really amplified mm-hmm. in that situation to be more mm-hmm. visible. But no, I agree. And like, it's just, it's kind of discouraging. Mm-hmm. And I think it gives a bad name to a lot of us who aren't necessarily like, mm-hmm. who don't fit that mode of, yeah, all guys are like this. Mm-hmm. You know? I, you're right. And you're definitely right. I just feel, I believe that like at the same time where with that is it's a mixture of like it's just kind of like it's a mixture of influences too yeah because like I'm not I'm never gonna always say it's the music because I listen to music too that that says the meaningful stuff about people and it's just like but it's not I'm not demeaning nobody I'm not I'm not being, being you know and that's the thing it's like there's there's this big misconception like they like it's like this boys will be boys type of ideology you know this mentality which is like the most absurd thing it should be no boys should be boys. Boys would be boys. Mm. It should be boys should be held held accountable. Boys you should know? be men. Men, yeah, yeah like be and, men and be tr- and act as such. And granted, I feel like a lot of us don't know. I mean, not saying like we don't know how to be men, but it's like, like I always say, a man is a person who who handles their business mm. when they got family or handles their business as, as an individual mm. and holds the utmost respect respect for for like for people mm. because. I grew up as a yes sir, no sir, especially to people who were older than me or even yeah. like people who were just a little bit, you know, just a respect thing because I respect you. I'm going to give you the respect. Mm. But to me, it's like the moment you try to disrespect me, I, I'll, you know, I'm not a cordial, be cordial with you, but. Yeah. Like, and, and that's, I think that's a good point too. It's like, and that's, that's something I think we get a, a, a lot of, like, because obviously you, you and I are, you and I are um, millennials. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we still fit that millennial mm-hmm. mold. We're still within that range. Even though we're on the back half of them, like mm-hmm. back the latter part of millennials, yeah, and so we're talking like even I think in in, in the, even in the Gen Zs who are like mm-hmm. I think it's like ninety seven to now, yeah, of like we don't if we don't if we don't agree with if we don't have the same point of view or same some stuff along that line like same agree on everything mm-hmm. it's the automatic oh I hate you you're like you're 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 an idiot yeah like we don't have to agree on everything to respect each other. Yes. Like, I mean, there, there, there are obviously things I know you and I probably would disagree on. Of course. And like, there's stuff that me, you and Trevor all disagree on or any of us who all still like see each other from time to time, Mm -hmm. but we still love each other and care about each other. And I think even outside of that friendship circle, it can go to like, Hey, like I don't agree with everything you're saying, Mm -hmm. but I still respect you. As a, another human. Exactly. And that's why, like, we're going to another thing. You know, you know since you opened it, you know, we opened that door again, it's like, yeah. it goes into a lot of things. Because, like, like, especially now, everything, a lot of stuff is hypersensitive, which is good and a bad thing. I always say it's a good and a bad thing. Right. Because, like, if people become more aware, con- conscious about certain things that are state, how people say it, that, you know, make you realize, okay, wow, like, I'm, this is what it means. Mm-hmm. Let's realize, you know, it's just, let's try to fix this problem. Yeah. The problem, like why did why are you what makes you feel this way? Exactly. Now the problem is it's like when like somebody for example, right? Somebody called me boy. Mm. An older man called me boy. I don't like that. Right. That's and, just, and I mean and what was the context of it too? I mean uh, that that is a yeah, No, con- I I get what you're saying cuz I I know you and so I mean context plays a part, you know. So I understood what he was trying mm-hmm. to say like and I wasn't mad. 
Right. Because I knew that it was a, he was in a di- you know different time frame, but still at the same time I was like, okay, I'm gonna respect. I'm not, you know, you. I'm gonna let it slide. I can let it slide. Let it I can fly, let it slide. Right? Yeah. But there's one time this lady, right? I didn't tell you the story because this is like it's just happened like recently. Yeah. I'm agreeing with this lady. She this is a black lady. Um, and I'm not gonna give her the name. Not mm-hmm. gonna give her the names. Um, but protect identity. Yeah, protect identity. Yeah. I, I can tell you. I tell you off. Off. Off him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, we was agreeing with her. Green with her, green with her. Mm-hmm. She was talking about how that some African Americans are getting looked. They, the people who invented a lot, you know, things. I was like, well, they get shunned to make it seem like somebody else made it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right, because like there are certain cases that you know that that happens. That, that does happen. Yeah. Because the things I didn't even know that who invented, you know. And I was like, yes. And but she said, but she did this to me. But you're white. I'm at work when she said that. I'm at. No, Wait, she said that to you. And, yes. She said it to me after I was agreeing with her. And I was confused. And in my head, I don't like that because I've been called it before. And I never understood it. But as I got older, I became more comfortable with myself as a man. Not even as a black man, but as a man in general. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't you have... I was like, I told her, I said, like, I'm going to walk away. Well, because that could that could have other, other implications. That's like... That's, that's, what that's she, like basically calling you Uncle Tom, basically. That's yes. basically what that implies. That's, that's what it is. That's, I mean, yeah, you call me, you call me a coon, uh, Uncle Tom. You know, you call me in yeah. the most derogatory. That's, that's what you, that's what you just said. You didn't have to say another. Like, you just said that. Like she didn't say it like that, but the way she that said context, it implied it. That's that's yeah. basically what you implying. You implying yeah. you have to sell out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was hurt. I really was because like this person I actually looked up to her. You know. Yeah. I know her. We know her. And so. Oh. Uh, I'll tell you I, later. Yeah, I think I might know who you're talking and, about now too. And so we. Um, yeah, so I had to walk away. Yeah, and when I, I walked away, and one of my other ladies, she was she was there too, and she walked away when she said it because she knew immediately what I meant. And I, yeah. I told her, I let her know, I said, I don't like that as, as a person. I, I've never well, been that, and I feel like it's insulting to you too because, like, you know, obviously listeners don't know our full story. Like, we've been through a lot together. Like, yeah, we've been like where we're at now. It's huge. Like, it's 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 amazing. Like, we should not have been able to be where we're at now exactly but you did you came from where you came from mm-hmm. and now you're you're like man i got my college degree i'm going somewhere i'm gonna do something mm-hmm. and it's for my better it's to better myself and i feel like that was almost an ignorant comment for her to it make. was a slap in my face that's what it was and hold on this is this is more to this story mm-hmm. so she apologized, right? The apology was like this. Tell me how she's how she started off as a fellow Christian. I, they, you see, they, your face is set. Your face said it. But why did she say but it's your, snarky like but that? Your, but your face, your face said it. No, but yeah, you see, you see what I'm saying? She said, as a fellow Christian, I should apologize. See what I'm saying? And so the, the apology, but she shouldn't have to say it as that. But you see, the apology made it seem like what? That it wasn't genuine. It wasn't genuine. But there you go. she shouldn't have to say, oh, I'm a Christian, so I need to apologize. See? She shouldn't have, as a Christian, because I'm a Christian too, and which yeah. you know. And yes. You As a Christian, you should not have to be like, as a Christian, I need to apologize. No. You just come out and say, hey, the right thing to do in that situation, just apology in general, going back to empathy, is going, I messed up. Mm-hmm. I said something that I didn't mean Mm-mm. that I probably shouldn't have said. For that, I am very sorry. Yep. That, not the, oh, I'm a Christian, I need to apologize. And as a Christian, that pisses me off that she said that like that. Because that makes me feel, are you actually a true Christian? Or where are the gaps in your faith? 
Yeah. That made you come out and say it that way. Exactly. And I was like, I didn't accept it. Cause I was just quiet. I was like, listen, it's okay. But I'm not accepting this. Cause I was like, this is, when she said that to me, my head was so mad. I was like, I'm already like, I was already on, like not feeling good. Like this was just like, I was like, I'm not in a mood. And then this past week, cause I stopped being in a spinning spot where I normally help at mm-hmm. I'm down, down the hall. She, I went to get my newspaper. Yeah. And she, um, she's like, she's like, Mr. Christmas, come here. I was like, okay. You know, I know what's going on. Cause it was cordial after that, you know. Yeah. Before that. And so, she was like, you never accepted me. Like, you know what? I said, like, I know, I, you know, you know, I, now I will, I always just say what, be blunt and say what I say. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. But you never accepted my apology. And I was like, yeah, because you called me white. That's what I said to her. Because I was already, I was like, that's the part where I got to step in my hands. Like, I'm going to respect you as much as I can. I'm going to tell you how I feel, feel but I'm not going to go to a point where I'm disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Being disrespectful. Because yeah. you're an older lady, I'm still, I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to still respect you because you're an older lady, I'm going to do that. And I said, because you call me white, and you basically, that's saying that I should be a stereotype. I should talk to you in a demeaning way. Mm-hmm. I actually have my pants sagging there and not, and, and not, you know, and just talking in a very vulgar way. And I was like, what you want me to, to do? Like, because I'm trying to be an up, upstanding citizen yeah. for people. For people, And you are coming at me and calling me, calling me white. And she was like, but I feel it. I felt it like you were being... I was like, no, I was agreeing with you the whole time about what you were saying. Yeah. And you just called out of blue. Out of nowhere, you, out of left field, you called me white. And she's like, oh, but, you know, but you still understand my apology. And I was like... I, I just kept quiet. I'm not, I'm not accepting it. I'm still not going to accept it because you haven't came to me as a human being, as an individual, to genuinely comment to me as a as an apology. Because until yeah. then, I'm going to be cordial with you. And I'm still going to be cordial after you. Like, you're not going to... I'm not... You're, you're just like, I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to treat you as I, a lesser person. Yeah. I just know where we stand. Yeah. I know how you feel now. Like, you feel like you was waiting to say this. You been wanting to say this because how I talk. Maybe because mm-hmm. I talk. Maybe because I talk proper. Maybe because I... The way I... Hold myself high. Because a lot of people think that. I'm serious. Like, a lot of people do think mm-hmm. that I'm an asshole. Think I'm... Don't like people. They think I don't even like my own kind. They they, yeah. say, they really do. People do that. And it's just like the most annoying thing in my life. Like, I, I have to deal with that. Yeah. And it's the most annoying thing. I'm trying to figure out where did I... How did that transpire? Because I don't have to say anything to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then automatically people just think this, 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 this. And I'm like... Can I just be dumb? Can mm-hmm. I just get to know the individual first instead of just having these concepts about me before y'all even talk to me? Granted, like, everybody has concepts with somebody. You know, they oh, seem, oh, he looks mad. He looks angry. You know, like, you know, okay, I can deal yeah. with that. But don't, don't say that I look stuck up. Don't say that I'm, that because I talk, I, I date. I'll date white, just only white women, no other, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what they assume. And it's just the most annoying thing. I was like, I, and it's not even like you've been with a white girl before. Yeah, like, and it's yeah. like, it's and? You yeah. Know, it's like, I'm like, what's the difference? Okay, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. You love who you, I'm always, I'm, I have the, the concept of you love who you love. I don't care who mm-hmm. you love. That's just how it is. Like, let, I'd rather love is a, I always say love is a, um, what's it called? A blunt. Love is like, it doesn't matter. It should be like, you know, justice is it's, blind. It's colored one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's colored one. Yeah. So that, that's who you love. You love who you love. Yeah. You know, granted, there's things that you may not like and don't like. That's you. And that's, and that's, on, that's on that. That's, that's on that individual. That's the individual. Yeah. But you love who you love. Like, that's all I'm saying. But 
Yeah, that was that's a hard thing, and that and that, that concept doesn't just happen to me. It happens to a lot of people too, especially mm-hmm. like that's why sometimes as a black man it feels like we being. I felt like being shunned, mm. and you know that's why I always felt out, out, outcast. Like I mean, I went to like, when I say I went to Western, like there's just a, a surprise. Well, and that was that, and granted, because I like I could see it because we were we were friends since like middle school, yeah, elementary school, going back that far. It was just yeah. like go, getting to Western. It was very like it was like I I don't think it hit me until we were both there together because mm-hmm. you were obviously two grades behind me, yeah. But we played football together, mm-hmm. and I realized it as we started playing football together more mm-hmm. in high school. Of oh, holy crap! Like you were what? Like one of six, maybe six black black guys or black students at the school. Yeah, and there was maybe twelve Hispanics. Yeah, and a couple Asians. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember. I don't think you ever remember this. So one day, you know how detention was. You remember Tardies were so serious at Western. They right? were really serious. So, you know, granted me, and, and yeah. Western wasn't a small school by the way. It was like it was when me and Dom were there. It was like what eleven hundred students. Eleven hundred students. It was pretty yeah. good. It was a good size. Yeah. And so I'm in the, in the you know in the office just waiting. You know, cause I know I'm like you know not about to have lunch detention. And so I look at the newspaper they have that is chart for the the, the body. The student I body, remember right? that. I remember that. So there's like a certain percentage. They basically the majority was white. The second mile was Asian. It was like twelve percent, something twenty-seven percent, and I then it had chart. Hispanic. And I looked for black. There was no black. You know what it said? One percent other. One percent was other. other. And you know it was African Americans because. But it didn't. But it didn't say. But it didn't it, it say that. Said it, that says a lot. And I feel like that was even. Depending on how you want to look at it, I feel like it. Depending on who looks at it, it can be taken as a disrespect. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, it can be taken as a disrespect, because. You'll get people, you'll get, because these people exist, you'll get those people like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, or whatever, you know, it's like, but you look at it from like, a, we, we want to preach equality and like, like bringing everything back to the, we need to treat everyone better, mm-hmm. you know, labeling it as other when you're giving, if you're going to give it other minorities, their Name. specific label yes. on that chart. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Why would you exclude African American students, but give Hispanics and Asians their own category? I've been just, fine. I've been fine with a point one. You say African Americans, I've been okay. <laughs> like, I mean, at least you're honest. At least you're like, honest. But but dang it, one percent other. Like dang, yo, where we at? You know. Yeah. But you know, because when you include other, like, could you? In, you could. It's not just you can you can throw multiple other ethnic because there's more than just Asian, course, white, and black, black and yeah. Hispanic. Like you can throw Native Americans. Americans and, yep. Um, you know, multiple other ethnicities yeah. in there because obviously I, we, I think we had a couple like Russian students at the school too. Yeah. But it's like, and a couple, and there was some exchange students that came in all the time. But so it's like that could all be thrown into that one percent. So it's just like, why be specific with three, but then throw one percent for other that could have included like seven other minorities. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I realized as I get older. And you know, I think you know, like, to get God, you know, I, I really take really big importance on learning like people's um, mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Um, I want I want people for viewers, you. I want even for me, yeah, to take more consideration in people's mannerisms, yeah. Because I read I'm reading this book. It's called A Polite Apartheid. Okay, really good. It's not not by no black people. It's by like um Jewish Jewish person and Irish or Italian dude. Okay. 
phenomenal. It's small, small book. Small book. Um, it looks like a. It's black. It's a plight apart, apartheid, like you know, like the apartheid in South Africa that had like oh yeah apartheid, yeah. like apartheid. It's it's called a polite apartheid, and it's cool and it's really good. Like I haven't finished all this. Like it, it talks about the mannerisms, about how like the lingo, how they how you speak, um, like for example, like some people don't understand mm-hmm. the like redlining, and it's all oh, that infect. You yeah, know, yeah, they yeah. don't see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's and that's the thing. I'm glad you actually mentioned that because, like, and, I, and I'm glad I've taken sociology in mm-hmm. college because it's actually helped me realize, like, and especially with how we grew up, like, people don't realize w- what the system does to people until it affects them. People, a lot of people don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Like, it affected you and I a lot mm-hmm. growing up, especially. Like, now things are starting to be a lot better for us. Mm-hmm. But younger, it affects just the way the government systems are set up. We realize it at a young age, but there's people that are our age now, you know, fast forwarding, you know, like 10 years, mm-hmm. six years, mm-hmm. that still don't understand it. Yeah, because they, they won't, because they never, they've been sheltered. Yeah. Sheltered, and it's, it worked in their benefit whether they realize it or not. Because I say this, like, I have a high. I have a harder time getting a job. Applying getting a job if I say I'm a black male. Mm. Thank goodness my name is not truly like a black name because it's Dominic. Yeah. But if I mean, even mean, your full name, though. I mean. Yeah, it don't sound like it's a black name, like you know. Yeah. But but let it be um. Name like Devonte, Daquan, my brother Zakis. Zakis, yeah. It's already. I mean, even your mom. Yeah, yeah. It's like, she thinks she thinks she's Hispanic. Yeah. It's tequila. But then, so I'll never forget, towards us, the manager, mm-hmm. or the higher up dude, he, I went to interview, he said, oh man, finally, a person with a good name. What was that supposed to mean, you know? Think about it. Because I had the crazy part, the dude, the left dude left, and his name was like Devonte or something. I can't remember. And I came in there, he's like, Dominic, oh, good name. What? And like I was like, oh. I was like, I I was young because like I didn't understand. I, I understood what he meant, but I was like, I can't. I need a job. Yeah, so you're like, like you're like, man, I need I need the I need the bread, man. I, need, I like I need to get in here. Exactly. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I don't know what that means, but uh, but but it was weird because he he was dating a, a woman a minority, a woman that was a minority, mm-hmm. and so it was white dude, you know, you know. But it was like crazy, and I was just like, what? So that's like. That's what I say to people. I'm like, you have to understand people in Mandarin because sometimes there's races are not outright. No more. I yeah. say that. Prejudice people. It's, are, it's, it's man, they'll, they'll slide that in on the download. You see how quick it is? It'll be subtle. It'll be like, and, you, and if you're not listening, you won't catch it. Like, exactly. So it's like, because they, they got to figure a way to feed into their, you know, their view. Because yeah. like, that's why I always say you have to understand yeah. people's vernacular, lingo, because. Even shoot, I always try to hear people how people talk. Mm-hmm. I I'm always fascinated with like not in a bad way, not like I'm looking for you to say something, but it's like I want to understand how you talk, like how you or you're from, like, and it don't even have to be no racist thing. It's be like, oh yeah, like well, we don't have to, we don't have to call call um our the hit honcho, you know, or something like that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. You know, don't try me. <laughs> it's like, so, you know, it's just, it's just funny hearing that because I'm like, wow, like, subtleties. Yeah. It's very important in, in this world. Like, um, I'm always reading books. And, and I think it's still, and I don't know, like, what it is from your perspective. 
I think it can still be hard for interracial couples even. Like, would you elaborate on that? That's interesting. Go on. It can, it like, I don't think to the extent of like it used to be, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it's more subtle now to where we don't see it as much. Like, because I know I know in society like, I'll I'll use you as a perfect example. Mm-hmm. So we previously just we briefly mentioned it earlier mm-hmm. of like because I know you were with um, yep. Protect the name here, but yes. you remember who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I know you're talking about. Um, and there's that stereotype of. Oh, he's with a white girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think it's still even tough, you know, because there's still, like, some, like, there's a slight there. Mm-hmm. Without being, but people aren't going to be really upfront about it. Mm-hmm. But there's still judgment about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I think that's wrong. It's, you know? it's, it's oh, yeah. wrong. It's terribly wrong. Because I hate that. Exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with it at all like we're all human mm-hmm. we're all part of i can't remember where i was going i can't remember the word i wanted to use it was it was good and i was like meow <laughs> over my head but um but you know what i'm saying i know like, it, yeah like, i said this like i say like not not a little thing we share the same we share the same blood like we, exactly we're human like a race that's why i say race is a social construct mm-hmm. the, the only difference is like i just got melanin they just have, yeah, like, I just have a dark skin tone. There's yeah. nothing. I don't have nothing genetically different. Like if we we're we're like if we can, we can go get a blood test and we're, we're the same, you know. But, but yeah. you know, obviously point something, you know. But a high percentage of the same. Yeah. But there's nothing. There's nothing different. I don't have no have no no wings. I don't have, I don't look like a demon. But that's why I always said this. Yeah. I've always said this. There's two things I'm gonna say to you. This is what I've always said. I've always said that I'm too white for black people. But I'm too, too black, black for, for white, white people. people. So I'm always in the middle. <laughs> so that's why I've always said this. This is why people, I always joke around. And I say, mm. people are like, I'll be, yeah, I'm the boogeyman. Because like, and people laugh, people <laughs> laugh at that. I'm like, they're the boogeyman. I'm like, no, because like, because people actually like, when I'm, they don't know me. They, they're somewhat intimidated or like, they'd be like, and like, when I talk to them, they're like, oh, you're very, you speak very proper. I'm like, please don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah. Like, like, okay, what if I just talk like, you know, like, wait, what do you want to do? Like, yeah, bro, what's, what's yeah, good, bro? But you know, yeah, like, just because, like, yeah, somebody, there's people that say that and they're the smartest people in the world, yeah, but they are, though. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so you I don't, don't have to speak a certain way to be smart, but I think it, but you get judged on the way you talk, always, you, you really do, always, yeah. So, you know, that's just how it is. And I to make it so, to make something comical here out of this, uh-huh. the whole relationship thing. This happened last spring mm-hmm. at VCU. When I was still in the dorm, mm-hmm. don't disclose names. <laughs> so, so I'm not going to disclose in here. So I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm, just for the sake of, because uh, I know one of them, will, the person who is one of the people in this, will probably end up listening to it. So I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna put him on blast like that. He knows who he knows who he is when he listens. But <laughs> our 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 a, mm-hmm. um, we had one for the fall, one for the spring, because one graduate, our one first RA graduated mm-hmm. in December. But our new RA in the spring, we'd always heard about his girl. He always talked about her. Mm-hmm. Never saw her. So I think it was, I think it was in early March. Mm-hmm. I heard about this because I was gone for the day and I came back and everyone was talking about it back on the floor and mm-hmm. he was talking about her like nonstop. RA is white. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and disclose this. His girlfriend is black. See my face, right? Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah. yeah. Oh. Put this in perspective. She slid in his DMs. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. 
crazy, right? So I can't even get a text back. <laughs> <laughs> so no one knew that she was with him in his room, but we all used to hang out in the hallway because our whole floor was basically cool like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us were still really close sure. and friends. And uh, so they were all sitting in the hall talking and they walked out of his room and everyone saw her. I kid you not. My friend, one of my friends went, that's his girl. She's bad as hell. <laughs> when I heard this story, I, I, I died. I was like, this man is wild for that. Like out loud as she's, as they're getting on the el- elevator. This man, when they told me, poked his head out the elevator, smiled, and got back on. <laughs> man, because I, I saw what someone said. This is all I'm going to say. Because this is going to be funny. When black, sometimes when black guys, they get a white girl. It's like, eh, she's cute. Like, she's okay. You know, she's good. But, man, when the white guy, when they get a black girl, they get a sister. They get, I'm like. They get a sister, sister bro. Sister. Because they, I'm like, I'll be like. I'm like, where'd you find her at? I was like, what? Man, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, man, I was like, where, where am I hitting that? Can I, is this? Did you did you go on BlackPeopleMeet.com? Because I need to go on this. This, <laughs> this man's making like fake profiles. I know, better fake profiles and every day. But man, it was, it was just like, but yeah, like that is always funny. I mean, it's always dope. But you know, the crazy part is, and it goes to show. I'm gonna show you this. It shows that sometimes, even black guys. And I asked him, why you, you know, why you date white girl? You know, because some of the things like this all they date. Like yeah. one dude, he said like, nah, I don't like black because they, they they talk too much. They they're always aggressive, and that's the dumbest but thing I've ever. That's heard. the dumbest thing because what I found is, and your mom's a good example mm-hmm. of this. Keeps you straight. Yeah, checks you, checks you when you trip. You put you in check. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like I I think I think it's very, and this is and this is where we can start tying back into like treating women mm-hmm. the way we want to treat them but in another way too of like guys were we get a little out of control sometimes our girl like not, neither one of us are in a relationship right yeah. now. we're both single but like in certain situations I've seen like the girl or the wife tends to keep the guy in check and it works out because the guy's mature enough to deal with it and when guys are like, oh, man, I don't, I don't like a girl who's like, like that. Because you're immature. You're immature, weak-minded. I call it And you're weak-minded. That's what I say. Like, you need, and you need to grow up. Exactly. And like, I'll never forget when he, that dude said that. I was at a bar. you can't let yourself be put in check. Yeah. And be told you're doing something wrong. And just deal with it. Yeah, if you can't handle that from the person that, that, that the loves you loves and is holding you down. Then what's your friends going to say to you when they, when they check you? You know what I'm saying? Or, like, or if they're not, are they, they really your friends? Exactly. Like, that's why I always say you love who you love. I don't care who you love, but make sure that person is there for your benefit. For mm-hmm. your benefit. And they're like, making you better and you're making them better. Exactly. And, and me as men, like, we have to, like, we have to do better. Mm-hmm. Especially young ones. Because young men, because, like, I, I can't stand, like, a, a man, a guy, like, just put their hands on a female Especially, oh, and like, mm-hmm. like you, we can argue, mm-hmm. like, you know, you, can, you and your woman, or whatever you And it's perfectly argue. normal to have a disagreement it's, and have it's arguments. It's healthy. It's, it's, I say it's healthy, but you can never. If a relationship does not have that, it's something wrong. Communication, there's a communication breakdown. Yep. And I think this, and I think that the problem is like this. I have no, if, if the woman is trying to harm you, like physically trying to harm you, whatever, that's different if you have to 
Jeez, you know what I'm saying? Or I, even mentally. That's well, what I'm I mean, mentally it's different because that's it. Now I see where you're going. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But when y'all, if you get into an argument where it's to the point where you, you put your hands on a woman and she had been. Didn't do anything she didn't to justify. Yeah, she didn't do anything. Well, I'm not even going to say justify. That's, justify, that's probably the one, yeah, one she, thing to say there. She but. didn't do anything to like, but she's like almost I'm trying to cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. anything that's trying to do bodily, physical she, harm to you, you should never put your hands on a woman. Because no. one, I, I, like, granted, there's one, there are women in this world who are strong, stronger than men. Mm. But I'm not saying, not all of them are, are as strong. Mm. But the problem is, and then that's the problem. And, like, and I hate, and I hate to see that we as men, we, we, we kind of let this slide, especially if it was our friend. You get what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, there was one time my friend did that, and I had to step away from him. Cause like, bro, like you, you, I never knew you had this side of you put you putting your hands on a female, like on a woman. Yeah. And I like, I was so like baffled, but I wasn't there when it had, but I knew like I, I, I saw the the bruises, you know, I saw that. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta get away from you, like, like you, 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 we could be cool, but that yeah. right there, I lost respect for you. Like mm-hmm. I lose respect for any man that puts their hands on. You know what? In this, that respect too, and going back just. So that respect and respect in general, mm-hmm. I feel like especially for people like guys like you and me mm-hmm. who can relate, like once you lose that respect, it's, it's damn near impossible to really hard to get back. It is. It's rare because it's, you got to do so much to prove to me that you, that you, that you Because learned. if I put my trust in you that much and you lose it and you break it, why should I to do something that serious for me to make me not trust you and respect you anymore, mm-hmm. you're going to have to work to get that back. Yeah. Once I lose it, it's gone. Yeah. It, I'm not going to hate you, but mm-hmm. my respect and trust for you is gone. Yeah. And our dynamic and tr- our dynamic and relationship is completely mm-hmm. different. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. It just, it's, it's hard. I, I don't know how to like, it's, it's so hard to process it because I always grew up. I I would never like. Granted, like, I always I've always had used to have arguments with my ex, my exes mm-hmm. before, but I've never ever thought about putting my hands off on on them, mm-hmm. or even to or even my friends. You know, yeah. female friends like ever, like we. It just that just baffles me. I'm like you get to the point where you are gonna put your hands on on a female, like on a woman, like what? like why why even though his hands on somebody in general too. Like why you having an argument? You having an argument? Did I, I, I to me is like this? I say this words, where people can say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like as a, I feel like it's a man, you got to be able to hold your pride in check mm-hmm. because you can't be like, oh, she ain't gonna disrespect me, try to call me a beat a bitch or anything, and that's that's. Right. And I'm like, okay, Glenn, like, yeah, okay, like you you not, but you you should never go to a point where you put your hands on somebody, like, because I see that's for anybody, because like we gotta let put our ego aside, put yeah. your ego aside, and just walk away from it. If it's to the point where it's like, all right, bet I'm gonna walk away from it. Be a bigger person about it. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Don't have to talk to the person. Yeah. Or just wait until the person calm down because we always we say things we don't want to say sometimes. Yeah. In, in the moment, you do. Yeah, sometimes in the, in the heat of the moment, you say things and it, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you're having a conversation. It's a serious conversation. You or the other person's kind of out of it and they may say something that they don't mean or say it in a way that they don't mean. Yeah. And usually when it's someone I'm really close to, I understand what they're saying. Yeah. And I understand where they're coming from when they're trying to say it. Mm-hmm. Even though it may not have come out the right way, because I try and think, okay, like what type of week have they had? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's someone I'm close to, because yeah. this, this has happened recently to me, and I'm like, okay, what type of week have they had? I know that this person is kind of out of it right now. They're probably just trying to be constructive. Yeah. 
So I'm not going to take it personally because I say it a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear what they said, break it down based on how I know they're probably feeling right now. True. And I think that's what we need to do. That, cause that goes back to listening mm-hmm. and actually like legit listening, not to just like, Oh yeah, I heard what you said. You were a jerk face about it. No, yeah. like actually hear what they're saying. Yeah. It's, and it's hard, like, sometimes. Because sometimes, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I'm human. Like, I have my no. ego. But I'm like, dang, like, what you mean? You know, like, because yeah. it's like, you know, you should get so confused and baffled by it. Like, come on, like, tell me what's going on. Like, because you're, you're coming at me in a wrong, disrespectful manner where I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. I've never seen this or, like, you know, what's going on. And I think that's another good point, Dom. We, there's also, it can be got a guy and it's mm-hmm. even got a girl. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we we don't say things to each other that we need to say. Mm. And you can feel it when you're with that person. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've seen it with people a lot. Like you'll be sitting there and just talking about something, but there, it always feels like there's something that isn't being said that probably should be said mm-hmm. and things get left unsaid and then you don't talk about it and things can get weird. Yeah. And there's, there's always things I want to say. Yeah. Um, and I'm the king of doing that, too. Like, yeah. I, I'll admit, like, I, I, I do it all the time. <clears throat> and I feel bad. Sometimes I feel bad about it because I'm like, it's probably something serious that should be discussed probably in that moment. Yeah. And not sat on. There's always, like, for me, like, I, like, I was always a shy. For people who don't know, like, I've always been a shy, like, very, like, introvert type kid when I was younger. Yeah. So, like... I'll talk to people who I'm really close with, like, you know, you'll see me, like, open up. But majority of the time, I'm always to myself in my own little world, that's what I say, you know, yeah. my own little bubble. And I still, to this day, I do that. I be like that sometimes. You know, I go MIA for, like, not in a bad way to nobody, but, you know, I was shy. So, I'm like, now, like, as I'm getting older, I'm becoming more confident in myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. be more confident as a man and becoming as an individual, as a human being, <clears throat> to push myself to, now, I want to talk to you. If I have a, if there's something going on, we should address it as, as people, like see what's going on, because the only way the things gonna get better if we if we talk about it. Mm. That's why I say, for no matter what subject it is, what topic it is in your mind, what's going on, talk about it. If you don't talk about it, nothing gets resolved. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm always like, I always tell people like, if you're having problems, talk to each other, like try to see what's going on. Because or, or if there's something like going on, or like. You want, and if it's something that you just want to say to somebody, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to just come out and say it. Especially if it's someone you trust. Yeah. Especially if it's someone you trust and you know. We shouldn't be scared to. We shouldn't be scared to talk about stuff. Especially if it's someone that we have been around a lot and mm-hmm. know well enough, and we feel like we trust. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I think we we you you or I or even our generation mm-hmm. or people we know get scared that get scared of what may happen yeah. because they want to talk about stuff. True. But if it's going back to the, if we trust them and we know them well enough and we're close enough, we should be able to talk about it. Yeah. I, mm, it's hard. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's, it's hard. It's a very hard thing. Cause it's it, really hard. Cause you, cause you get scared that you might ruin something yeah. or you may offend them in a way. Yeah. And that's why I always try to figure, you always try to figure out how to, um, that's why I always, that's when that being empathetic, being 
genuine, being real. Because mm-hmm. when you're real, like people gonna not gonna be like they may not see eye to eye, but it's like man, he was real with me. He was honest. Yeah, he was. No real. matter, maybe they didn't just agree with you then, but then when they realize, they'll realize, okay, you was honest with me. Yeah. Like you was being honest, you was being like real with me. And there's too many people that just walk with people that that they're cool with, and they just like don't like each other. You know. Yeah. Like. And it's just that that always is like, uh, like if you don't like them, they just hang over, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, just go to a different topic since we just kind of like running all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, how are you? Fi- how do you feel about? Mm, mm, get you a little not not you know, a little bit of politics, a little bit because I, I like okay. to- I like talking about politics. Yeah, because I like I like because I love seeing people's perspectives mm-hmm. on the world. How you feel about what's going on now? The climate, the the, the climate, there you go, social climate of like. Race, Trump, Trump, like, yeah, all this stuff going on. I mean, I feel things politically have gotten very, very, um, we're very, there's a hard line down the middle, mm-hmm. very hard line down the middle. It's, it's either you're on this side, or you're on that side. There's no, and it's gotten away from that. You can't be in the middle anymore. You have to make up your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, so it, it erases that like moderate feeling of like, Let's try and work something out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I'll admit, like, as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I tend to stray a little right. Yeah. On, on all, I'd say a fair amount of issues, but, mm-hmm. like, I'm also one of those guys, even though I tend to lean right, I want to work with the other side mm-hmm. and try and find a way to work together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't completely, I don't really agree with a lot of things Trump says. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I, I find some, for a lot of things, he's very, very divisive. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's taken us in the wrong direction. Because as who we're supposed to be, not only as Americans, but as humans and stewards, taking that turn, mm-hmm. taking that turn, um, will basically, you know, it, it's not taking us in a good direction. Yeah, I, I have no, I have no side. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Republican, not a Democrat. I don't. I love both. I love seeing both sides. I love like there's things of like okay. I mean, I disagree both. I disagree with both with, the, with certain things, but there's things I agree with both because the thing is like, because um, to my eyes, I've always saw them as um, I always set them as gangs in my opinion. Yeah, they just legalized. They just legal. It is, isn't it ironic that the colors are red and blue? <laughs> you see, see what I'm saying? Like that's why like Kendrick said like he said ain't nothing new but a few new Democrips and with Bloodikins. So yeah. it was like. I said, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's that, that. I forgot about. Yeah, that. man. So like, I'm always, and like, and that's and the thing is like sometimes I like, I hate talking politics to people, especially older people sometimes because it's like not not older older people, you know, like even like I just like I be saying because I think they think I'm democratic, mm-hmm. and I'm like no, I'm not Republican either. I like both sides. I like things I see, but I don't like because I always tell people I say you know we was Republican first, we were before before we was Democratic. Yeah. Black people is democratic because like democratic and like black people. The only reason why they changed because of people don't know this. People don't, but you don't know why. But you know what really changed it? What kicked it off? Woodrow Wilson. This is yeah. a fun fact for everybody. Woodrow Wilson did not history major history minor sitting at the table. By the way, Woodrow Wilson did not 
does not did not like him at all. He mm-hmm. but he he did not. At first, he was in a lot of political office, political office. He flipped that whole switch, made us really go to Democratic. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't. He just this is surprising me because they don't say that in the history, but they always talk about oh he did the um the what's it called the league. After World, after World War the World War One, you know, he was like there for World War One, all mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, but they never talked about his, his racism mm-hmm. and how like he like they used to say that he always made subtle jokes in White the White House and stuff to my darkies and all that. Right? Oh my god! So it was like it, <laughs> that. That just reminded me of Narcos, by the way, Blackie. <laughs> yeah, Blackie. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. and so yeah, it was like, and I, that's what I say. People don't understand. That's, like, that's why I tell people I was like. There's a reason why stuff is not better still. Like, we, we're progressive, but we're not. We're still stagnant in a lot of ways. Like, but yeah, we may be going on better and living longer, but there's, there's so much stuff behind it. Like, yeah. literally, we still, like, we're still, I still, I still is, um, I still in the, um, poverty line. But, you know, there's oh, still, yeah. there's still a minority, you know, Hispanic, black, still below. There's not enough, not enough diversity in the Congress still. There's still not enough. There's just not enough. I mean, because you look at how many seats. Exactly. Seats in the Senate and the House. There's hundreds of seats in the House. And there's 50, like, there's a few seats in the Senate. There's, what, like, 50, 51, yeah, 53, 53, I think, in the Senate. I mean, you're looking at a ton of seats, but what is it like? What I I can't remember the exact number because I I just saw it but like I can't remember it now, but it's a very small percentage. Yeah, and it's and one teacher she there was literally thirty said ten percent for African Americans in like the house or something. And that's she, not a and lot. Look, look look and she said this. She said look, that's an accurate representation because the population is like twelve, and I'm like. No, no, it's not. She said the way she said it, and I was like, people like I'm not gonna wait, say wait, that. wait. Was that it? Was, my, was, was that at BU? No, 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 no. I was no, I was at um work. Oh, you were at work. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was at I was I thought that was at VSU. No, 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 no. I was like, that was weird for a VSU no, class. I was like, no, no, that's an HBCU. Yeah, it's a no, no, no. They um, but she said that about the people was quiet, and I was saying like, do y'all understand what she just said? Like, I was like, me, I'm be quiet because I'm I'm more you know I need to I gotta work. I can't I can't. Give my opinions. I need, you know, I don't want to give you my political opinions or whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah, and I was just like, well, just because, like, they just has to be, I just think there has to be a a realization of the laws that was passed before and it was still here to affect, like, gerrymandering, yeah, redlining. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff still being used and people say, oh, no, it's like that. No, no yes, it is. It's still yeah, being it used. Just because it's not being used in your area does not mean it's not being used Or just else. because you're not aware of it doesn't mean it doesn't actually happen. That's what, I'm, that's what I say. There's a lot of things that happen that people aren't aware of, that oh, they yeah. don't see. There's a reason why this, I say, I always say this for y'all. I say, if we, if we as, this, as, as people who are not, like, the 1%, if we really realize what the effects and like when it, even even when it comes to slavery, people say, "Oh, they want us to." You want us to remember? I always say this: You want us to remember nine eleven, but y'all want us to forget slavery. Evan. and I'm like, we should, I can remember both. Yeah, that was, that was a tragedy when the um a tragedy that happened in nine eleven. Yeah. It but was. That was a, but that was a Holocaust when it happened in slavery too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was a that was a Holocaust. That was that, that, that was, was, that was genocide. That was gen, that yeah. was genocide. 
I, I always say that was genocide. Like, the natives, I mean, that was genocide. Like, I don't care what people say. How people say, granted, I didn't mean to say Holocaust, like, in like that. In, in that way. Not yeah, trying I mean, to mean, like, not saying, like, the Holocaust was not significant. It was, it, it was, big. it was along the side, like, because you're comparing the genocides. Yeah. They're, they're both genocides. The same, the magnitudes. Yeah. And, like, just because keep, of the amount of slaves that not only died, the African Americans that died on the ships on the way over. Because I'm studying that in my history of the Caribbean mm-hmm. class right now, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're talk- we were we were just talking about the slave trade mm-hmm. that went down to, you know, Jamaica and Tito. All the Miami, islands. Yep. Like, St. Lucia, all that. Yeah. yeah. And just like, you look at how many, how many of them actually died on the ships over. And you look at how many died on. Once, and then once they got here. Yeah, because the sugar cane was so, like the average, it was like, the, it was the average lifespan. Like, it was very small. 21 years? Yeah. And they died from the burns of the, the sugar cane. Yeah. If they, the, you know, cause you got to boiling really hot and if it spills you can yeah. die from your wounds you know and and yeah I just I always that's why I always love like love talking like, like about this cause like just to give people hints like to show that hey go, go into this mm. look at this look at this like you know there's more you know there's definitely we could definitely talk about more mm-hmm. you know but we definitely are um, and I think to close here too mm-hmm. if you agree we could probably circle back to the Kobe thing yeah Real quick, and talk about a couple things. Mm-hmm. So, and I think um, for us, like when we tie it back to sports, because we both played football mm-hmm. at at Western. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we both played for Coach Pierce, mm-hmm. and we understand like what he expected of us work ethic wise. And I think going back to Kobe, that whole mama mentality, like. You know, it, it affected me and I know it affected you of like, you know, trying and even now, like away from sports, like first one, first one to show up, mm-hmm. first one to get there, make sure ready to go, get, make sure everyone else is mm-hmm. set up. Then last one to leave. Put your passion to other things besides yeah. sports. And you, first, no matter what it is, like work, like me, I do music and all this other stuff and I put myself into different things in my life and apply that mentality of I'm the first I want to be the first one to show up I'm going to show up early I'm going to make sure I'm ready to go make mm-hmm. sure I'm set everyone else is set up I want to make sure put us in the best way to be successful mm-hmm. and I'm going to I'm going to I always end up being one of the last ones to leave understandable because I'm like making sure everything's also done mm-hmm. and everything's done mm-hmm. and it's just that mentality of work hard yeah just work hard and achieve and achieve and it isn't for recognition it isn't because oh yeah like i do this and i do that and i work my butt off like i don't do it for the recognition yeah. i do it because i want to make myself better and the thing is i was also at that too never be complacent Mm-mm. always challenge yourself grow because in order to be better as a human being and grow for yourself personally, you have to challenge yourself. No matter what, be the littlest thing. You want to learn how to knit. Yeah. Do it. No, do it. Yeah. Like, just do it. Be happy. Like, don't listen to what people say. Knife you drop, by the way. Yep. <laughs> and then do it. Live your life. Be happy. Um, Man, this is phenomenal. I'm really glad to have you here, have you here on yeah, this man. podcast. Seriously, man. This um, was good. We got to do more. We got to do more. We got to do more. Um. Thank y'all for listening to us, to me, me and Brett on the up and up. And I hope you enjoyed episode nine. And there's definitely going to be more to come. Thank you. And I hope y'all enjoy. Enjoy all of this. Seriously. You're? Yeah. <laughs>